Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Iris and Kane invited the AV Club members plus Coffee Josh to a double slumber party. The ladies had a fun-filled evening with wine, truth or dare, and pranks, while the guys indulged in bourbon, Sega, and Nerf guns. As the night settled in, Iris disclosed to Dr. Egan and Evelyn that she had brought them together to discuss exercising the Halloween demon Samhain from her, as well as banishing Kane's demon bestie once and for all. With the help of Egan and Evelyn, they discovered a two-pronged approach that could work. One, to harness the power of Samhain within Iris in order to help her banish the demon bestie, ridding themselves of two demons at once. To pull off this feat, they'll need to learn the bestie's secret name, found by delving into the mind of Samhain during the exorcism, and obtain the Halloween fiddle used to summon Samhain last Halloween. After discussing their plans with Kane and Zack, they decided to borrow the fiddle from its owner, Johann von Boss, and prepare for the Halloween exorcism. Adding to the complexity of this ritual, the AV Club must not tell Kane the complete truth, lest his bestie find out their true intentions. Welcome back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Chapter 38, Flight of the Fiddle. Our camera opens back up just as our group have separated from each other. And we're going to go to Iris and Kane first. So Iris and Kane, you find yourselves walking in the woods. You've just left the treetops and you're heading into the... Um, is there a specific way you want to go? North, south, east, west? Like, are you wanting to go towards the lake or... <laughs> Too many bad memories. Yeah, there's too many bad memories of the lake, I was going to say. Somewhere deep in the forest, that's not the lake. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to say that you go east, because south is what's going to lead you to Oak Haven. Mm. You probably don't want to be close to there. Yeah. So if you go east, you uh, kind of leave the campus from the east. You can still see the clock tower for quite some time in the distance. And you've been walking at this point for about 20, 25 minutes. So is there anything you'd like to do while you're in the woods? Iris turns to Kane and, and asks him, so how did the boys' slumber party go? You know, actually not bad. I think Josh and I are officially friends. <gasps> hard cut to coffee Josh laying unconscious on the floor. <laughs> 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 hard cut and then cut back to, to Kane. <laughs> uh, I, I think him and I have a few things in common that really ring close to home in my heart. Oh, Kane, I'm so proud. Like we both love you. <laughs> wow! But don't he... worry, it doesn't bother me. Okay, okay, great. Um, hey, as they're like still walking, she she kind of get she's starting to sink in that they're gonna do this and like the costs involved, and she just turns to him a little scared and just says, "Hey, um, with this exorcism, if if something were to go wrong, I just want you to know how much I care about you and." I 
think you're going to be the only one in the circle with me, so... If for some reason it's a choice between letting this demon escape or, or finishing it off, I... You have to finish it off, Kane. I'm... I'm not even worried about anything going wrong. I mean, I got my bestie to back me up. With you and I together, we could do anything. <laughs> she, she's like plastered. She like forces a smile and she goes, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know, I know it's mm. not great to have him around, but mm. I, when it comes to you, I would do anything. And I, I think using his power isn't as bad as anything else I've done before. It should be fine, right? It's it's gonna be, yeah. And she's like trying hard to just avoid it. She's like, yeah, I believe it's going to go okay. And I just want you to know, I would do anything for you too, Kane. I know. And Kane's, Kane's not a very intuitive person, so he's not even like looking into like <laughs> the, Thank uh, God. the awkwardness or the sort of bluffing. He's just kind of uh, takes things at surface value kind of guy. <laughs> um, so he just keeps walking. And he says, everything's going to go fine. I'm, I'm not worried that it'll come to some rash decision like you're going to die. Well, I have a good feeling. You do? Yeah. Good, because I'm, I'm kind of freaking out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all been a lot. <laughs> Sam Hain's definitely a bigger deal than my bestie, but I mean, without him, I'm fucked. So we, I, if we can, I, I think we could do it. What, what, do do it. what do you mean? What do you what do you mean without him? You're what? He sucks to have around, but I mean, in times like this, at least I'm, I am kind of thankful. Oh, um, yeah, fight demon power with demon power. That's that makes sense. <laughs> and, and I and I promise after Halloween I will not turn to him for anything. It's more like we we use it only when we have to and only when we both agree. Okay. Um, she kind of like looks around trying to, she doesn't want to give anything away. So she just looks around and she goes, so, um, do you think we're far enough out yet? Yeah, what's around? Yeah, so you've been off trail for a little bit, but Iris, as if the trees have been hearing you specifically, you've grown this bond with them. They open up and you see a clearing. (gasps) And the clearing presents to you a mighty river from what you know starts as just a tiny stream way back at Oakhurst College. And as you follow that river not too far, you come across this obelisk of stone standing in the center of a water surrounding. (gasps) And this island sits in the center of a ring created by a river that surrounds it. The river is about 20 feet wide as it circles around. And what you notice, you know, this whole area is densely covered in oak trees and beautiful greenery. However, this outcrop seems to have been cut off from all of that. So it's this bramble covered, craggy, rocky outcrop island uh, surrounded by a river. So that's what you see. Oh, perfect. Yeah, wow. Couldn't have asked for better. Nay, I couldn't either. <laughs> and you both see sitting on the, tr- the the tree limb with his just his green eyes burning in the darkness. You can barely see his outline. Just these green eyes. They look like green um, headlights looking back at you. I can see him too. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. He jumps down and he he kind of hovers just before he hits the ground and his feet gently touch the ground. And he says, 
Hi, Iris. Hi. I think it's been a while since I've seen you in person. Um, she kind of looks to Kane nervously and says, yeah, um, Halloween, I, I think. I think so, too, but I, <laughs> I've seen you in dreams sometimes, right? We have the best dreams, right, Kane? Me and you, we have really good dreams, too. <laughs> Iris, you've been having dreams about him? <laughs> um, I had one, but... I thought it was just a nightmare, I, or at least I told myself that because it was so scary. Oh, I was just wanting to meet you, silly, and it's just like the best way to meet, because then you can't freak out or scream really loud, you just wake up. It's it just, I like dealing with humans that way. But, more importantly, we gotta talk about this little exorcism because I want to help. I want Sam Hang gone just as bad as you do. Oh, great. I'm glad I didn't have to ask. <laughs> Iris is just quiet. <laughs> okay, well, we're on the same page. I mean, we want Sam Hain gone too. I. It's actually kind of weird that you're helping us, but I'm, th- I'm glad. I'm glad too, Kane. <laughs> Let's discuss more. And our camera fades away from you Oh, two. shit. <laughs> our camera cuts to Evelyn. <laughs> Evelyn, you're with Whiskers in Iris's room. <laughs> yes. And... Um, <laughs> Whiskers is like, so, um, you can't hear this, but, uh, right. oh, well, <laughs> everyone's gone here, and, uh, I guess she's not gonna tell me that I can't, uh, chew on a couch, so, um, num, 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 and Whiskers <laughs> just starts chewing the leg of the couch really quietly and contently. <laughs> Evelyn goes over and just gently picks Whiskers up from chewing on the couch and just sits her on, <laughs> sits her on a cushion and says, okay, we, we don't do that to our guests, okay? Just just be nice. And with a mouthful of couch, Whiskers looks at you very pouty. You hear a knock at the door, and Jeeves goes, Oh, hello, Madam Evelyn. Uh, yes. I believe you wanted something from me. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Um, We actually need some uh, oil. We're going to be doing some baking. And, um, <laughs> y- you know, Iris, she doesn't have any oil. <laughs> I don't expect her to really be one to, to cook or bake that much, especially, I, I'm sure you guys have amazing food here. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, what kind of oil do you want? Peanut, canola, coconut? Um, um uh, how about canola, canola oil? Oh, wonderful. Uh, well, actually, here, it's on the popcorn cart, and he pulls open the popcorn cart that uh, he, Iris had brought up, and he throws up a big jug of canola oil and says, is there anything else that I can get you? And, and you see that there, there's, like, a few different herbal ingredients mm. um, that you would have at your apartment right now, but uh, don't have them on you. Um, actually, yes. Um, yes, Mr. Jeeves, that would be fantastic. And um, she... Uh, quickly writes out a list of the ingredients that she needs and hands it to him. Hmm. The foot of a toad. Well, actually, uh, frog legs was on the special for tonight, so that's uh, a toad and frog. We're hoping that works, if that's okay. Um, yeah, Evelyn, um, just, of course it was. Um, yeah, I think that'd be great. Oh, very good. No, I think this all seems rather... Wow, a pound of saffron. Oh, dear. That's, uh, I, I, I that's know. Like, that's like $5,000 street value. That's okay. We'll come up with something. <laughs> do, you, do you guys have everything here? Well, we we don't have a golden dubay, if that's what you mean. But we can uh, have one brought up um, to you, if that's what you wish. Um, no, no, no. That, believe me, that's that's okay. Um, I, I'm we have had sure some people complain you... about the lack of golden dubays, so I figured that you might be 
jumping on that train. Uh, uh, that's an interesting complaint. Um, I know, actually, I, I live in the roots, so pretty much oh. any duvet I'm going to like. Oh, you, my dear, are you okay? <laughs> she just looks at me and she, she, she hugs him and she's like, thank you. Oh, he, he hugs her and he says, you know what, I have... Uh, I know that life in the roots can be difficult, but uh, what if I were to tell you that I have some contacts there? What? Mm. What, what contacts? And he writes he writes something down and he says, I want you to go into the boiler room of the okay. uh, roots. And I want you to look for... Well, he goes by a, a few names, but... Uh, I call him... He calls himself Ratigan. He calls himself the Rat King, madam. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. A, a, a rat? Do you mean, no, like... No, 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 he's not a rat. He just loves rats. Oh, okay, Ugh. so he, he's a person who likes rats. Yes, he, um, you see, the Roots doesn't... Well, I'm sure you know, they don't actually have regular maintenance there. Oh, believe me, I know. Rattigan has been doing the maintenance there for probably close to 50 years after he graduated. Why haven't I seen him? I mean, my, my roof has been leaking all these weird colors for like three <laughs> months now, and I've, I've put in complaints and nothing's happened. Well, that seems to be the part problem. Rattigan has been... He hasn't been responding to my messages as much lately. It seems something's been going on that has been greatly upsetting him. And oh. He's been losing his productivity, but if you go see Ratigan, uh, whatever you do, he might be able to help set you up with something better in the roots. Oh, um, well, that would be amazing. Thank you. Um, he's he's quite the character, but just know that he's uh, he's an old friend, and just tell him that Jeeves sent you, and he gave you he gives you his card. Oh, great. Uh, thank you so much, Jeeves. Do you mind if I give your kitty a treat? Uh, oh, um, sure. She would. She would love that. Jeeves <laughs> smiles and takes a can out of his pocket with some fish, and hands Whiskers two small fish from the can. And Whiskers takes them with delight and eats them. And as Whiskers is eating, she turns over and looks at the couch as to be like, "Oh, I think that'd be a good uh, flavor profile combination: uh, fish and uh, couch." <laughs> and Whiskers runs over and proceeds to eat more of the couch along with the fish. So this is a delightful snack for. For whiskers. Oh my. <laughs> Evelyn just kind of shakes her head and then looks back at Jeeves and says, I, I really appreciate um, that information about your contact. I wish you the best, madam. And uh, he he says, uh, I will be right up with everything you need. Oh, thank you so much. It doesn't take long, Evelyn. You're able to look at the book and the spells. Mm -hmm. And Evelyn, as you're looking at the incantation, there is an addendum mm -hmm. next to the spell and it says practice the incantation well because the slightest misread or deviation from the text could vastly alter mm -hmm. the spell. Okay. Oh gosh. Oh no. <laughs> Don't turn me into a frog. <laughs> Jeeves uh, comes in and gives you everything else and, and he departs. And um, Steph, I actually sent you a sentence. Yes, I see that. Oh. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Or, or do. I mean, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> no pressure. Okay. Um, yeah. Iris frog. This Iris is, frog. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because I've never really pronounced Latin before that much. Okay. Um, so, just, okay. So, in uh, Caligine Egraditur Spiritus Invoco. Okay. So, when you say that, Evelyn, 
the radio that Iris has on kind of like goes staticky. Okay. And the <laughs> lights start flashing. I need you to roll plus dark for me, please. Okay. <gasps> this is dark sided. That's 11. <laughs> At 11. Okay. Whew. So this is Iris's home. When you say that, Evelyn, even though that piece of Sam Hain is with her, she mm-hmm. holds it. You feel like that energy has been radiating out of her as if she's radioactive. Like, all of a sudden, you're aware of the room mm-hmm. and how uncomfortable it feels. Right? Whereas, like, Kane has a bestie that comes and goes. This right. has been with Iris feeding off of her for a year. Mm-hmm. Sitting yeah. in her and boiling in her and seeping out into the room. And you feel that. And you're also aware of, remember how we always say every time you use your magic lot and you tune in, you feel like the earth of the Oakhurst right. campus feels, um, you feel that sadness and being yeah. trapped in that oppression. You mm-hmm. feel that, but the demon's presence is more overwhelming. And you all of a sudden realize that like everything is covered in the essence of this, of Sam Hain. It just has this, this uh, feeling about him, the 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 bed, Iris's bed, the kitchen, the couch, hmm. and Whiskers is chewing on the couch leg. Yeah, Evelyn mm. runs over and grabs Whiskers, and um, yeah, she's gonna try to get like any pieces of couch like mm-hmm. out of her out of her <laughs> mouth, and she's gonna put her back in her carrier. And, and close it up and keep Whiskers safe in Jeez. her carrier. <laughs> so as you go to put her back in her carrier... Oh, no. You notice that there is, like, a lot of the, the old couch paint and some of the material. Um, she did really go to town on it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you put her in her carrier, Evelyn, and you go back to sit and read the book, and all of a sudden you hear the carrier rip. <gasps> oh, and no. you're looking at a cat. It looks like a cat. It's about the size of a tiger now. As oh Whiskers God. has been affected by the essence of Sam Hain, which we know is turning <gasps> things into monsters. Oh my God. And you have this sprawling cat as Whiskers' eyes go red and just fixate on you, Evelyn. Oh no. And Whiskers starts pacing back and forth. <gasps> oh my God. Have fun. Protect Bethany. Protect Bethany. <laughs> And we're going to fade away from you, Evelyn. (laughs) Oh, shit. Our camera opens on Zach and Dr. Egan, the most unlikely of duos. (laughs) This is going to be a hot mess. (laughs) So you two are heading to the box squad complex. Now, Zach, you've actually been there before. If you'll recall, you went with Friedrich to get your toga for the party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Carpe Mm -hmm. Diem party. So you're heading to that complex there. So you know exactly where this is, Zach. Oh, sweet. So, Zachary, um, <laughs> looks like another adventure, just the two of us. Yep, whirlwind adventure. Wish I could remember it. <laughs> Look, um, I've, I've been meaning to tell you, I I wanted to thank you for not sharing the information about that night, you know, the lunar eclipse night with the rest of the, the gang. Um, oh, you mean that part with, um... Yes, ha- yes. How'd it go? Like, Artagon, yes, yes. um, Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. And, uh, I'm not very good with apologies, but, um, I'm sorry that I tried to hypnotize you. I, I know it, it doesn't probably really matter right now, but, um, just rest assured I had a very, very good reason for it. So... Oh, you did? Yes. 
What, what was that reason? Just refresh my brain. Um, I'd rather not say, actually. Not not at this time. Um, oh, mm, I see. So so the idea is in your your head, then. <laughs> Sorry? That he? What? In my head? Uh-huh. Yep, in your head. Can, can you feel me in your head? And he's going to try streaming and just trying to get, like, some of the deep stuff that she was just thinking Damn. about. Damn! Okay, yeah, roll for streaming. Um... I'm going to have you roll counter against him. Um, roll plus dark, but take a minus one because you're not used to this. Uh, plus dark, I already have a minus one, so that's minus two. Yeah. I can't. I, I got to give him better odds. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, so it's a six. Okay. Oh, okay. no. I got a seven. Oh, oh my so God. Just um, sorry, Zach, can you repeat? What did you want to pick up on? I wanted to pick up on exactly why she felt the need to hypnotize Zach. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay, so because you only rolled a seven, Egan, why don't you pick an abstract image that you want Zach to interpret and let him decipher it? I want to send him a picture of Egan dressed in, um, like, period garb from several hundred years ago, um, like, looking over somebody and crying. And so clearly, like, she's, uh, and the, the person is dead. Right. And she's she's looking over this person and crying her eyes out. Would that be like an intimate position? Um, not like a sexual position, but yes, it would be intimate, like a close. Yes, not, not in a sexual way. Yes. Okay, perfect. So I get a string on Egan for that. <gasps> oh. Because I'm going to uh, to describe the latest uh, and greatest from Zach because I love. That's the right. You leveled up. Sesheroni. Uh, Uh, So it's called Creep uh, by the guy who has the radio powers. Um, (laughs) When you silently witness someone in one of their most private moments, perhaps sleeping or putting on makeup, and I think this is a little bit more private than that, Uh, gain a string on them. So I'll take that and I'll use it someday. Oh, perfect. (laughs) And after that exchange, you both find yourself in this small living complex. Uh, Zach, you know that it's owned by the music school, and this is where they put their best musicians. They, it's about four stories high, and you know that the box squad themselves own the entire first floor. Mm -hmm. The whole first floor is basically a penthouse for all the members of the box squad. And Zach, when you arrive, you see the box squad van there, very clearly marked, but you notice that there's other cars there. Like, there's some sort of get-together or something happening. So what do you all do? So, what's our plan? You know this place better than I do. Um, so, I think we, uh, sneak on in, find his little fiddle, and replace it with the fake fiddle, because he knows that I have it, and I he can't prove that I put it there, so uh, that oh. piece of shit. <clears throat> <laughs> well, won't you, won't you notice, the, notice the difference? Because it's yours is, is quite a bit in better condition. Oh, yeah, I want oh. him to know. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your little calling card. A little bit of mind fucking. I see. Oh, I like the way you think. All right. Um, okay, so uh, do you have any idea where he might be storing the, the fiddle? Uh, no. All but right. wait a second. Give me, give me 12 seconds here. <laughs> Fiedrich, come on, buddy. Freddy, <laughs> you gotta pull through. Pull through. Here we go. Uh, more streaming. 
that is a, uh, that's a nine. Do I? No, I don't have a string on this little. Okay, nine oh, is the total. Oh, okay, this is going to be sad. <gasps> oh, no. So oh, no. you go to stream for Friedrich, Zach, and you realize that the shot that you get, and it's it's nighttime now, and the image that you get is of the daytime. Because when you clue into Friedrich, he feels very far, way farther than what you expect him to be if he was in the house. And the image that you get is like Friedrich with all his bags packed in his room, completely oh. like coated over with primer and oh. all of his stuff out. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> Buddy. Fuck. What? What do you see? I think they kicked out my buddy, man. Oh. The fucking box squad's gonna pay for this. Okay, let's fucking go. <laughs> All right. For Friedrich. For Friedrich. <laughs> wait, 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 we need a plan. Yeah, I was gonna say, so what are you guys gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, appreciate your enthusiasm, but we need a plan here. Right, a plan. So, okay. um, okay, right. Um, so... Uh, what do you know of the the layout of this uh, of where they're living? Uh, I know where Fedric used to live. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we see. get in the the window? It'd be a good place to to go inside. I've taken a lot of damage. I've I've run through as many windows as I can in a given day. I, I didn't mean through the glass. I meant oh. like you know open oh, up the window. <laughs> open up the window. Yes. Right. Right. Uh, this is why they bring you along for the stealth yes, missions. Gotcha. They, they pay me the big dollars. <laughs> okay, so uh, why don't you make your uh, make your money then? Uh, right. So, Egan, from your perspective, as you get close to the complex, you see that there is a door specifically for the first floor. So that's the box squad's door. Um, you can assume that there's, you know, you can see the remnants of some, some staircases in that center part that I mentioned that lead up to other floors. But there is a main entrance. There is no window right off the main entrance, but you see light coming from the side of the house to indicate that there is a window over there. I'd head towards the that window. So as you both head towards the window, you hear some talking, and it's rather angry, and oh. you can hear Johan starting to slip into German as he gets spiking in anger. And I need you both to roll a plus cold for me. All right, that's better than my dark. That is a an eight. Uh, I got a ten. So, Egan, you don't hear as much. Zach, you hear almost everything. You hear, I cannot believe that they hired that stupid fucking hack, Zach Wilder, to even go against my beautiful music. Do you know the passion I put in? He just gets people high as a fucking druggie. What do you think about that, my friend? And you just hear a voice go, well, I don't know anything about this Zach Wilder. He's, uh, sounds like a brat, but you just said we could complain about whoever we, we wanted, and I fucking hate Kane Kaufman. What? He ruined my life. He took my directorship. I was supposed to be the director. <laughs> oh, ah! Specs, fuck. <laughs> Says the angry Specs. Yes, you're absolutely right. And you hear Johan say, yes, yes, that's fine. What do you think, my friend? And the camera shifts to a third person who, Zach and Egan, you both recognize to be Thrasher, who Dr. Egan sent to Texas. <gasps> oh, <laughs> he's back. Rogue oh, gallery. shit. Oh, no. Oh, it's the no. AV hater club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Thrasher goes, I don't know, man, I can't stop talking with a Texan accent anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it's been really hard. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god. Yes, yes, Rasha. Thank you. All I'm trying to say is that there are posers in this school trying to take what is ours. We, and he points to himself, are the music brilliance of the school. We are the best athletes, and he points to Thrasher. We are the best cinematic artists, and he points to Specs. Despite what Mo Picton says, that piece of shit, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> he spits on the ground. Specs goes, yeah, here, I'll drink to that. Yeah, I'll drink to that, too. Cheers, <laughs> my friends. So, as they all drink, uh, Zach and Egan, what do you want to do with this information here? Um, firstly, w- with my creep ability, do I get a string on all of them? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> You're just oh. collecting strings now. Yeah, because yeah, I know that I, I leave them all hot and bothered. Um, okay. <laughs> I've got an idea. I'm going to run a, run a decoy. Wish me luck. Uh, can you tell me what the plan is? What should I do? Oh, I'm going to challenge him to a fucking rock off. Oh, all right. Look, he's, he's I... bitching at me, about me, Oh. while I'm off on a like some whirlwind adventure somewhere miles away. Hmm. That means I'm in his fucking head. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So I will go look for the fiddle then. All right. <laughs> um, why don't you give me the your fake fiddle? Okay. Yep. Switch a room. Switch here it is, Switch just like room. the keys. It is now in your hands. All right, and I put it in my little <laughs> fanny pack of holding. Nice. So um, we're we're gonna take up with. Uh, z- let's do Zach first. Zach, are you just going to the front door? Oh uh, Zach is going to uh, pull out uh, the axe of the Chandrian and start yes. playing it to the front door. Oh my god. Do you oh want it to god. spurt? Okay. I'm going to need you to roll for your, to spurt fire, if you want to spurt fire. Yeah, uh, he's just going to be playing, like, the riff of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. finally. Finally. Okay, that is a ten total. A ten, nice. So, Zach, flames erupt from your guitar, and without amplification, without any amp or anything, the flames themselves seem to amplify the sound across this complex. Oh. And Johan mm-hmm. is, like, mid-yelling about you, Zach, and he just freezes. And Egan, you can see it from the window. You see them all get up and Johan goes, What the fuck? <laughs> and he gets looking furious. And he pulls out. He he snaps his fingers as if he's trying to expect his crew to show up. And he goes, Ah, the two are gone. And little Friedrich von Dingeldick is gone too. I kicked him out. So that means oh. that I must do this myself. Very well. I will do this. And he pulls out his accordion. Oh, man. Oh, he, he reveals it like a it's final accordion. boss. It's like, <laughs> he pulls out his accordion and uh, Specs goes, oh, my God, are you going to, you're doing the accordion, Johan? I've, I've heard that your abilities are legendary. I am so done with this little upstart, talentless American stoner. And he runs through the foyer and opens up the door. And Zach, you're just looking at the fucking furious face of Johan von Boss, just burning his gaze into your soul. Now, Egan, as they're all distracted, uh, what are you going to be doing at this point? Okay, so um, I'm gonna, you know, this this morph suit is coming really handy. I'm gonna try to see if I can I can use it. Is, is it is it nighttime? Yeah, it's nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, put my mor- my morph suit to become night again, and then um, I'm gonna hopefully, you know. Yeah, maybe kind of creep into the shadows and try to stick to the shadows as I'm looking for the for the fiddle. Yeah, roll for feathers, please. All right, and that is a an eleven. 
Eleven. Okay. Yep. So, so yeah, you as usual, you become the fucking knight, <laughs> and like you don't you don't even have to open up doors. You can just slide through them. There you go. Yeah. Just going Slink through. through. Exactly. Yeah. And as okay. you do that, Egan, the hallway is empty. You you can hear ruckus uh, through the front there, right? Mm-hmm. But as you're looking, give me a plus cold roll. Okay. That is a ten. Oh, yeah. Damn. So you're looking through the hallways, Egan, and you see different pictures of the box squad and these like, like some of them, they're on beaches with these like white shirts on and they're open to their chest just in the salty air, <laughs> you know, and like some of them, they're in like the German highlands with beer steins mm-hmm. in their hands. And yeah. uh, but each single one of them, uh, Friedrich Dingelhoff is now cut out from oh. like somebody oh, went in there with scissors oh, and cut his face geez. out. Wow. Am I going to run into like a pile of Friedrich somewhere? (laughs) So um, I'm going down the hallway and um, what do I see in terms of doors? Yeah, you actually see that each of them have their their names on it. You see Mm -hmm. that uh, there are four rooms. Each of them are designated with uh, their name with like a golden plaque. And the one at the back says practice room. Mm. Kind of in the back of the center. Okay. I'm going to try Johan's room first, because I think that this is a fiddle that he would probably want to not have other people play. So I'm going to check his room first. Yeah, so I'll say you open up Johan's room, and it looks exactly like what you would think it is. There's just a bunch of action shots of him, all of the medals that he's ever won just displayed. Mm -hmm. It's just own vanity reflected back at him. And uh, yeah, you see that he has this massive oak desk and it has a bunch of the instruments that he's played. You see that the accordion one is missing because you know (laughs) that he has it on him right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, sure enough, you see the fiddle. This cracked old fucking looking fiddle. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to go up to the wall of it. Is it on like a wall of instruments? Kind of above the desk. Yeah. Oh, but okay, so it's above the desk. Okay, I, I guess, um, yeah, I'm just going to, um, <laughs> I'm going to do one of the Indiana Jones things again. So I'm going to take out the, the fake fiddle <laughs> and I'm going to position myself so I can immediately replace it as soon as I take <laughs> the fiddle off the wall. <laughs> this is like a flashback to the, the, the fraternity party. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the true. Beer hat. So, Egan, you <laughs> grab the fiddle and nothing happens. I stick it in my uh, fanny pack of holding. Okay, nice. So, Egan, our camera's going to cut away from you as you're pocketing the fiddle that you've now found and Zach, who's face-to-face with his arch-musical rival, and it's going to fade away from both of you. Our camera opens back up on Kane and Iris. Your demon bestie Kane looks at you and asks, Well, what do you have planned? We're going to get Sam Hain the hell out of her chest. Yeah. We're um, gonna do an exorcism, and um, that's that's, and we'll be good. <laughs> well, that's good because you do need to know his secret name. Every demon has one. His is, of course, Sam Hain. I told you that last Ooh. year. Not like the rest of the world doesn't know. <laughs> Let's say Sam made a mistake. He traded infamy for yeah. mystery. <laughs> and the printing press came along, and now everyone knows his name. <laughs> oh, that makes complete sense, actually. That damn printing press. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's... there's... Kane was totally serious, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the bestie says, well, I assume that we're going to meet here. And he points to the island outcrop. And the date will be Halloween. That's the best time to do it. 
I'm going to be there because you're going to need me to help weaken Sam Hain. Uh, and, well, I'm sorry, Iris, but he will be in your body, so I'm going to have to fight you. But don't worry, I'll heal you, you know, for the most part. Okay. Iris kind of like looks kind of wide-eyed to Kane to see what he thinks about that and then just goes, Okay, well, thank you for your help. It'll be nice to have you there. I, I think we're going to meet, oh gosh, I don't think we picked a time, but I'm going to say probably as close to ten, nine. Um, I'm sure the best deal will know. He, he's connected to me. I'll find you. Hey. Kane. And yep. his eyes kind of glow a bit more green. And it, I need to roll plus dark for me, Kane. Oh. Dork. That's a We're going to do a showtime roll. With that is 12. 12. Holy shit. Kane, you sense that he's trying to read your mind as if there's something you're not telling him? And Kane, there's nothing that you're not telling him. <laughs> like, <laughs> right yeah, from your you, perspective, you're being pretty honest. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, Kane's left out of the loop on uh, something. So in his mind, he's like, yeah, we're all in the same playing field. This is great. And and I'm going to say the bestie completely believes that you know everything from that role. Sweet. So his eyes kind of flash and you sense that he reads it and he goes, okay. Well, I think this is a good idea. Iris, I'm so glad that you finally decided to come to your senses. Because, well, we all know my affinity for lampshades. <laughs> yes, you made that very clear when you terrified me that night. Hey, after Halloween, you can go back on your little vacation. I haven't minded not having you around. I'll do what I please, Kane. After Sam Hain is gone, and his mood kind of shifts, and you see, like, the wind kind of pick up around him, and you swear that his 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 eyes glow more so you can see more of his body cast in this green light and his shadow though stretches out up into the trees and you see that it's this horrible shape of this like gangly composite thing with tiny arms sticking out and like wiggling and, and this writhing mess of a thing in this little boy's body and he goes after Sam Hain is gone there will only be one to question our complete control of this campus and we have much work to do <laughs> what if he beats you oh don't be silly iris <laughs> he's powerful what if he beats you and he gets really serious and he says he won't kane claps his hands together exactly see all good <laughs> yeah all good so we have a deal what what I'll see you at 10 o'clock on Halloween. Yes. Deal. We'll, we'll rid the world of a demon. By then, the power of Samhain should be just powerful enough that we can extract him. We uh, kind of have a limited time, though. If it goes past 12 and he's still in you, well, there goes everything. <laughs> and he kind what? of hones you, so. What? What? What do you mean? His power will take you completely over after Halloween if you don't get rid of it by then. I told that to Cain. I must have forgot, forgot. So if uh, I were you, <laughs> 10 o'clock is a good time to strike, but you're going to want to whack fast. That's why you need my help. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you then. And he snaps his fingers and he disappears. Hey, Iris. What if 1155 rolls around, we'll say, and, and it's... Hopeless looking. 
then I guess... Like I said, you're gonna have to make sure the evil doesn't... Doesn't get out. And I guess it's gonna be left to you. You'll be the only one in the circle. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but... King, you have to do it. I can't, I couldn't live knowing that I unleashed another thing like that. And she like points where like the be the bestie's like creepy shadow was a second ago and says, I can't, I can't subject anybody else to that. Kane's just very quiet because mm. he, he knows there's no argument, but he's pretty sad about it. She like, she tries to shake her head and put a smile on her face, but she goes, hey, it's going to be okay. We have our friends helping. It's. It'll turn out for the best. I have to believe that. Yeah. And then we still got another year together. Two years. Two and a half. One and a half. <laughs> one and a half, but I don't know, Kane. I, I have to hope that we'll have more. Time will tell. Let's, uh, let's head back. Yeah. And our camera pans up as we watch Iris and Kane make their way back to the treetop storm, leaving Iris for the first time really personally shaken. Yeah. Right? You know, Iris, I feel like with Kane's arc with the demon, there was a lot of personal hurt, but this is you on the line. Her life has never been on the line before. She's had a very cushy life, so this is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on that, as they head back to the treetop storm, our camera will fade away from them. Undergrad, A Monster Heart's Tale, will return after a brief word from our sponsors. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. Hi everyone, Eric your MC here, just wanting to take the time to thank you so much for all of your support. If you enjoy the show, please feel free to share with your RPG-loving friends and family, and don't forget to follow us at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you so much, everybody, for supporting the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. And now, back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Mm, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of life on the line. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Whiskers is giant and pacing back and forth. Oh shit. Giving you these like hungry eyes and kind of swiping. And it, it, Whiskers, meow, like meow, is, it's like as if you could just tell that it's completely brainwashed right now. Oh, hey, uh, Whiskers, Whiskers, it's okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm your mom. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. And she slashes oh, at you no. again with foam coming from her mouth. Evelyn kinds of, kind of jumps back and, um, She's going to um, reach into her bag and 
she's gonna pull out um, one of um, Kane's uh, scrunchies that he gave her. And cool. You're gonna use it as, nice. a, as a sympathetic token. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a sympathetic token, she's gonna um, she's gonna grab a pair of uh, scissors that are nearby, and she's gonna cut it so that it's like a, a strand. And she wants to use her binding spell to almost turn it into like a chain to try to at least like keep whiskers in one place and kind of hold whiskers back a bit. Okay, yeah, roll for your hex okay. binding, please. Okay, so that's an eight. Um, so it uh, works, but I it does me one harm. It has weird side effects or it triggers my darkest self. So I'm going to have it give me one harm. It's going to give you one harm. Okay. So I'm going to say that you kind of rip this scrunchie. You have a pair of scissors next to you. You can kind of cut them fast enough as Whiskers lunges at you to swipe again. And describe how you want this chain to be created. Uh, yeah, so she's going to um, hold on to the scrunchie and just kind of throw it at Whiskers and... She wants to kind of imbue it with like just a, a really strong, like like the strength of some sort of um, metal, so that it's going to wrap around Whisker's collar, and then it's going to wrap around um, the leg of a table or dresser or something nearby that's like really solid and sturdy. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be the entertainment center. Okay, perfect. So, Evelyn, you cast this high carbon count chain, this magically enhanced, unbreakable chain, and you cast it just in the nick of time as Whiskers goes to bite down and it loops around the entertainment center and around Whiskers' mouth, and Whiskers' teeth (laughs) clamp down on the chain as its rolled back eyes are looking at you furiously. Mm. Evelyn, what do you do now? Is there, yeah, like... I'm trying to think, when she was looking through that book for the, the spells, was there anything in there about, like, a- anything she could do to, like, remove some sort of possession or okay, yeah. something? So, Evelyn, this is not possession. Just from what you've read, you can gather that this is different. This is Sam Hain's powers. This is much more like what happened to all of you on Halloween with your costumes. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's this amplification okay. of monstrous qualities that Sam Hain has. Now, the chairman, uh, how he stopped it is he used your true names. He had that talisman and he said your true name. Right, yes. Mm. Exactly. So, Evelyn, in terms of making the talisman or understanding what to do, why don't you give me a dark roll for this right now? Okay. As you kind of, I feel like you're, you're searching through the book as fast as you possibly can. Okay. Oh, that's a seven. Okay, so a partial success. So, Evelyn, as you're looking through the pages quickly, you hear the entertainment center lurch Uh. forward a little bit more, and one of the doors snaps from the pressure of the chain, holding Whiskers' mouth as, like, she's getting closer and closer to you. Now, Evelyn, you find the page that talks about this talisman that the chairman used to turn you all back as well. You do need to carve it. So right now you have your scissors in your hand, but the only piece of wood lying around that you can carve is in the entertainment mm. center of the door that just broke off. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, Evelyn, you hear again, <laughs> as it inches closer and closer and closer to you. So, Evelyn, in this you know short amount of time, what are you going to do? She, okay, she's going to use another one of her hexes. She wants to use illusion. Okay. And mm. she wants to create, like a little mouse or something to try to distract Whiskers so she can get by. It's going to have to be a pretty big mouse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, like a, I don't know, like a large rat or something. I'm going to make you burn a sympathetic token if you want to do this quick stuff. 
Okay, yes, I am using um, Zach's um, guitar pick that he gave me. Okay. Nice. So you pull it out, yeah, and you kind of crush it with your magic in your hand, and, and you just get imbued with the, the the trust that Zach entrusted it to you with. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's an eight. An eight, okay. So you create this large, you want to be a, a large mouse? Uh. Yeah, like a large mouse or rat, something like that. Yeah, so as you, you grab the guitar pick in your hand, you crush it, you throw it on the ground, and it's scattered bits, like, take the form of a rat collectively. This massive rat that goes bounding across the room, and yeah, Whiskers immediately looks towards it. Do you go to sneak past when it's attention's yes. off you? Yes. Yeah? So what with this eight, Evelyn, what you're going to do is Whiskers turns so quickly, and as you run, it's back le- it, Whiskers' back legs kind of kick up, and they scratch you across the chest without okay. it even realizing. Okay. So you're going to take one harm from that. Okay. Uh, you make it to the other end of the dresser, though, with all the wood uh, kind of that has broken off. Are you going to try to carve the talisman? Yes. Give me a plus dark roll again. Okay. Oh, okay, good. That's better. That's an 11. An 11. Nice. So, Evelyn, you get to a part of that broken door for the wood and you grab it. And as you're carving, you're carving furiously fast. Your magic is kicking in that you rolled so high. It's almost lighting your scissors, making them hot. So you're like burning into the wood quicker as you're carving through it. (laughs) Yeah, like I feel like she's really trying to channel, you know, everything she can into it. Like her thoughts of her grandma, because, um, yeah, like... Whiskers was one of the last gifts that her grandma gave her. Oh. And so she's just trying to think of that because she, yeah, she's um, trying to use that that memory and that happiness to help her magic be stronger. Yeah, in that moment, you almost get taken back for like a quick second of the first time when you were sitting at your grandma's table and the morning sun was just hitting like the freshly baked pancakes that she made. Mm-hmm. She said, Evelyn, I have something for you. You have to promise you're going to take care of her, right? Of course I will. What is it? And with a big smile, she flicks her hand and a little blue aura appears around the box and the lid gently lifts off and she pushes the box toward you. And Evelyn, as it nears you, it gives a little bit of a shake. And yeah, Evelyn's going to get up and like quickly look in the box and you're looking at the big beady eyes of tiny whiskers when she oh, was probably yay. small enough to fit in like a teacup oh, oh shit Grandma, thank oh you gosh, so cute. oh she's adorable and as you lock eyes with whiskers for the first time these big innocent eyes our camera snaps back to evelyn you just finished carving the talisman and instead you're looking at the monstrous eyes of whiskers evelyn you have a quick moment to act now what do you do Yeah, she holds that talisman up in front of her and she's like, hey, Whiskers, your name is Whiskers. We've been together for a while now. My grandma gave you to me. Okay, remember that. And Whiskers goes to lunge at you and your hand is still held out. And as soon as the talisman hits Whiskers' forehead, it just stops and kind of quickly begins to shrink down as steam is coming off of it. And Whiskers is kind of passed out, but breathing. Uh, Evelyn's just gonna like sink down on the floor and she's gonna kind of start like sobbing a little bit and just pick up whiskers and just hold her and just start petting her 
Iris and Kane, you come in at that moment as you see Evelyn on the ground crying, holding whiskers. And when you look at her, you see that the final part of the leg of the entertainment center snaps off and the entertainment center comes <gasps> crashing down behind Evelyn. It doesn't hurt her, but it just crashes out all over the ground. Oh, um, yeah. Evelyn turns around and sees this. Oh, Iris, I'm so sorry. Um, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, there, it, it, I, I, I was starting to work on the spell, and huh? then, uh, I, I don't know what happened. I think it was some of the, the leftover magic from Samhain, and <gasps> it turned Whiskers into this huge, monstrous cat, and, and she tried to attack me, and Iris just, ru- Iris just runs up and gives her a hug, and says, "It's okay. Please, please, it's okay." But, but she, she's okay now. She's okay now. Yeah, everything's fine, and she like looks up to Kane with just like a feeling of like she just feels so shitty that she's putting Evelyn through this kind of look. Oh shit! And at that moment, the door opens up, and Zach and Egan walk in the door. And our camera pauses, and it reverses to when Zach and Egan most definitely were not in the door at all, <laughs> because they're back at the music living complex. And Zach, you are face to face with an angry Johann von Boss with his accordion. What do you do? Awesome. Uh, so uh, Zach is going to uh, continue playing his guitar and get real fucking close to him. So what the fuck did you do with little Freddy, huh? He betrayed us and he joined your stupid music songing, singing, getting high. He ignores the true art. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> that was a bit of a mistake, buddy. I was, I was saving this for like the end of the semester, but, uh, and he's just gonna headbutt, um, Johan right in the nose. Oh, oh man. Oh my God, roll four. Lash out physically? Uh, uh, lash out physically? <laughs> This is negative Hell yeah, one. Zach. Uh, oh god, uh, that is a an eight total. An eight. Okay, so you get to pick one of those, Zach. So what it is going to be for Lasha physically on a seven to nine? Uh, you harm them, but you get to choose one. They get a string on you. They deal one damage for free if they want to, or you become your darkest self. Zach's going to go darkest self for this shit. Yes! Ooh, sick! Oh yeah. god, yes. Now, Zach, you wrote your new darkest self. Could you describe it to us again, please? People fucking suck. It's only a matter of time before everyone either betrays your trust or leaves you all together. You alone have the power to stop that. When you enter your darkest self, remove one string or all strings on every NPC that you have a string on. You assume full autonomy of their uh, faculties for the duration. You know their location, their emotions, their very thoughts and actions they take. You escape your darkest self when someone proves that they care about you as an individual or when uh, you do something that results in someone being seriously hurt under your control. So, Zach, in this moment, describe how you want to go darkest self. So you want to do it through a headbutt, basically? Exactly. Like, um, he's he's playing the guitar and then he just fucking goes full headbanger right into uh, to Johan's nose. As that happens, uh, like the just the the sheer damage that he's taken. Already, he's at three harm. Um, kicks in, and uh, his head kind of like... It's almost like his sight is like a mirror that cracks. And everybody that, that Zack has like um, like a passing thought on right now uh, suddenly like snaps with that same motion. Uh, so we see like in the background Thrasher and Specs uh, almost like power down for a second. And then this like glowing sort of like lightning eyes uh, appear on Zack and then they appear on Thrasher 
and Specs and Gale Hale and Bo and Coffee Josh <laughs> and Scarlet the RA oh my God. and Silda oh my God. and and that's all. And, oh, and Captain Fox Holly. Hey. Oh my God. So all at once, he's almost like uh, like hive mind. Like mm. he is all. He is one, and he is fucking angry. Mm. Hell yeah. So, Zach, you're immediately just flooded with voices in your head. It's just cacophony on top of cacophony. You can't make out anything of what's going on. You hear the anguishes and stresses of all of these people kind of going through you. And uh, just through, you know, your blurry eyes as you're trying to get your vision back, Johan snaps back and he looks at all the blood on his nose and he goes, How dare you! And his eyes roll back as he's getting caught up in your psychicness. And with the blood and everything, Johan just passes out. And Zach, finally, you just regain vision for a moment as you can still hear all these voices. And you see that Specs and Thrasher have kind of walked up to you and are just waiting on your word as you're all connected into this network. So Zach, what do you want to do with them? Yeah, uh, Thrasher, uh, get him the fuck out of here. Where to? Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking Texas is good this time of year. <laughs> you want me to bring Specs to Texas? No, I want you to bring fucking Johan to Texas. Oh, right. shit. At least as far as he'll go. That sounds good. I've been uh, wanting to go back to Texas. I, I think I'm sometimes losing my accent. And you know, it doesn't hurt to just get re-familiarized with everything there. Okay, you got it, boss. Perfect specs. Yes. There's a paint can with your name on it, buddy. I want you to paint his fucking room. Uh, and uh, here's your fucking... Uh, here's your inspiration he's gonna throw him a a, a hive t-shirt oh my god <laughs> you want me to paint his whole room with oh but what if i okay that's a good idea what if i put the hive and then i paint a mural of all three of you in these like semi-naked <laughs> poses riding on mythical animals <laughs> there's five of us buddy even better <laughs> there's fucking there's me there's there's travis there's there's Alexis, of course. I guess there's Brian. He should make him paint something cool, I guess. And then there's fucking Freddy. Aww. Freddy fucking Dinglehop. <laughs> Freddy Dinglehop, the newest yes. member of the Hive. Yes. So, yeah. Zach, in that, in that order, you see Specs go like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Zach, I'm going to put you on a giant dragon, flying, both him breathing fire, you ejecting fire from your guitar. <laughs> I love it. Now get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. He picks up the paint cans and goes to do your bidding, Zach. And Zach, at this point, this yeah. has cost you a lot of energy and the voices in your head are growing and you you slip back into this hive network, Zach, uh -huh. where you're kind of lost in all the noise of everyone's thoughts and feelings. And Dr. Egan, from your perspective, you pass by Thrasher, who's over his shoulder is Johan. He's like, well, we're taking him back to Texas. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Specs run by with a bucket of paint going off to do what he does. So Dr. Egan, as you see Zach with the front door open he's standing kind of on the outside courtyard area uh you see zach is not looking all there he his eyes are kind of rolled back what do you do uh, first of all i look at him and I'm like is that the guy i sent to texas <laughs> 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 and, then, and she looks up and she goes zach Z zachary are you all right what happened what why i know you you sent me to fucking texas didn't you oh wait what um uh, actually, I think she teaches the, uh, 
the hemoglobin, no, hemoglobin, it was hemoglobin, I got an F in that fucking class, god damn it. <laughs> Are we alright? Oh, yes, oh. oh my god. <laughs> So um, many character references. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So Zach, it's like, what happened? What did they do to you? Did you do it for... Did you, uh, you know, seek vengeance for Friedrich? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, Friedrich. Yes. All right. Good job. And uh, success on my end. And she takes out the, the fiddle and holds it up. And um, I, Eric, I didn't ask before. I, I, the way you were describing it, um, it is the fiddle, correct? It it's is. The correct... Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Good. I just felt like, you know, I didn't check, so <laughs> I just want to make sure. So I hold up the fiddle in front of Zach and I said, "Look, we did it." Dude, rock on, man! You get the sense, Egan, that when he starts switching voices, his mm-hmm. like whole body changes. Hmm. It, it's almost like the way he looks at you is different. Like when he was saying that you were the teacher, it was like, oh, maybe it's her. like it's completely different. Like, He's like shifting, different posture. Yeah, completely. Okay. Um, and and I I, I look I kind of grab him by the shoulders and I said, Zach, are you are you all right? Did somebody put uh, something inside of you? Or did, uh, what's going on? Aphrodite. Aphrodite. Aphrodite? Remember, you helped me earlier, last Halloween. I helped you earlier. Oh. Did you hear Silda's voice? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Are you Silda? Dr. Egan, can you please give me a gaze into the abyss roll? So here's my thinking. Zach, you have this natural streaming ability where you can tap into people's minds, but at this point, it's just going fucking haywire. You're extending out, coming in, wires are crossed, sounds are going all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just pure noise. <laughs> I want to see if Egan can maybe tap into that energy and see if she can reach you somehow. Okay, so um, actually that's a nine. A nine, okay. So, um, Zach, if you can give Egan something that she would see inside that represents what Zach is actually feeling right now. Okay, um, so right now, it's it's Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, he is uh, alone, he's chained, and he can feel almost like he's in like a, a, a packed mall and there's people passing by and pushing into him and when he pushes uh, he takes a piece of them away and um, all the while he's becoming less and less like, like Zach, Zach. Oh, exactly dear. he's taking on all of these things all at once they're coming and going and it's almost like the crashing of a wave in a storm Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, um, Zach, uh, all right, uh, well, I promised I wouldn't try this again, but, um, she's gonna try to use her hypnotic powers. Oh my god! <laughs> there is no... I was trying to avoid this, but I just don't know what to do. I mean, hey, this is why you said you weren't gonna promise, because you said sometimes you might be... <laughs> right? Right? This is, this is for the best here. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> Okay, so that is uh, seven plus three, so that's a ten. It's a ten. Oh my god! <laughs> and 
Zach, I'm going to say, because you're kind of emanating all this, I'm not going to have you counter-roll, because you're just fucking scattered right now. No, that's perfectly fine. I love this. You, you almost aren't even a person. You're almost just a hive mind, mm -hmm. right? So uh, what do you want, Egan? What do you want to do right now? Okay, I'm going to look him, look at him in these, his eyes. I'm going to kind of capture his vision. I'm going to say, you are Zach. You are no longer these other people. You are going to come back to me as Zach. Zach, from your perspective, we kind of cut into like the inside of your soul if it kind of manifested in like an anime style shot. And you are sinking <laughs> into the darkness as everyone's personalities are like cacophonying into the, the, the void. And you're every time you go to open up your mouth, it just comes out as somebody different. And you're kind of shape shifting quickly, losing your personality. And you just see out of the darkness this hand that's glowing. And it's this like crimson glow extending these long, pale fingers towards towards you as if reaching out for you. Uh, Zach um, wades through the crowd and uh, reaches uh, back. As soon as you grab the hands, you hear Egan's voice and your eyes snap open and you're looking at her bloodshot eyes. Huh. Zach, are you all right? Dr. Egan. <sighs> Is it you now? Yeah. Oh. Whew, that's a relief. <laughs> um... Are you all right? What uh, happened? Um, I I don't know. That's that's never happened before. Oh. I was just so fucking angry, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, let's not go down that road again. Um, look, I I got the fiddle. Oh, oh, that's good. And from um, what I could tell, uh, it's, it seems like you were pretty successful, and uh, don't think we'll have a problem with uh, Johan anymore tonight. Yeah, not tonight. <laughs> I think we're a little far from uh, <laughs> from Texas, though. Oh, Texas. Oh. <laughs> He's got quite the adventure. Yeah. Um, Egan, uh, thanks, dude. That was... Uh, you did the right thing. Don't mention it. Aww. And as our camera fades from these two unlikely friends, our camera jumps back to Zach and Egan, you walking into Iris's room. And what you see is Iris and Kate have just run over to check on Evelyn, who's holding her cat crying. Hey. hey. Well, hello. Uh, what happened here? Um, something happened, but it's okay now. And she kind of like looks at Evelyn just to see how she's doing and then looks back at them and says, did you, did you get it? And she reaches into her fanny pack and she pulls out the fiddle. Success. Good. All right, one component. Yeah, and um, Evelyn will help you with whatever you need. Uh, thanks. Right. Um, I, I started working on the spell. I, I, I got all the ingredients we need. Oh, fantastic. Uh, and, and how is it going? Is it, um, what, what stage is it in? Um... Early? <laughs> but, but it's okay. I think, I think it, Iris kind of stands up and says, I think we've all done a lot tonight, it seems, kind of looking at how exhausted Zach looks and, and everything and says, maybe, maybe we should, I don't know, just, do we want to finish the sleepovers and just take the rest of the night off? You guys are doing a lot for me and I don't want to overwhelm you. All right, I, that sounds like a good idea. I, I, yeah, I, I guess we can do that. 
just try and end the night on a light note before things get crazy again. <laughs> Kane, Zach, are you okay with that? Yeah, this we got some tough shit coming our way. It might be nice to enjoy ourselves for now. Yeah. Enjoy being with our friends. And she looks at the group yeah. and just smiles at them. Let's That'd never nice. separate again. <laughs> <Kate says. laughs> we'll be that way for Halloween. <laughs> Iris kind of laughs uncomfortably. <laughs> huh. We're going to do this, Iris. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, Zach looks, uh, looks at Egan and says, we're all in this together, right? Right. Hell yeah. Aw, we're all friends now. <laughs> and as our camera fades on a newly united AV club now with all the drama behind them, our camera's going to fade on them <laughs> and open back on Iris. <laughs> you are sleeping, and this time you have a dream that you wake up, and mm -hmm. basically every night since that night where this slumber party, every night from here on out till Halloween, you keep having dreams of a corn maze. <laughs> that you're okay. running through a corn maze that doesn't seem to have ending and you're being chased all the time by this fleshy fucking massive pumpkin just like Ooh. almost hovering. It, it doesn't even take steps. It just hovers in the darkness behind you, <laughs> forever chasing you, hearing, you are mine, Iris Greenwood. <laughs> and, oh my God. and this happens every night until yeah. Iris finally the worst night happened that you were running in this corn maze for hours, it seems. And no matter what direction you took, you always seemed to hit a dead end. Until Iris, you popped around this bend, and instead of a dead end, you found an opening. An <gasps> opening that all of a sudden looked like two, three hundred years ago. You don't really know a whole lot about human history, but just from the, you know, being in New England, you at least have seen these photos. Mm -hmm. And you can see the bestie making a deal <gasps> with a man for hundreds of sheep. Again. No, 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 no. I, feel, I feel like she runs to him, if that's okay. As you run towards him, you see the fleshy, the fleshy jack-o'-lantern hand grab your leg and pull you out from under it, and it goes to eat you again, and you wake up. And Iris says you're sitting up after having had this dream many a times. The thoughts are starting to click here. The corn maze, Sam Hain's memories. You do have access to them. You're in his head. And when it comes time for Halloween, that connection is going to be even stronger for you. I feel like it brings her like a sense of like calm and she kind of like lays back down almost slightly more confident about their chances. And as you go to bed, Iris, you notice that the clock says that it is 6 a.m. on October 31st. And as our group oh my gears gosh. together for Halloween, <laughs> our camera fades away.
Hey there, thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.